July 1st, 2012. VGN Radio presents Kevin's Oblast Radio with your host, Kevin Baird. And Larry Mack. Tonight's topic is Larry. Yay! So we finally got together. Larry and I have been actually playing uh, Skype tag or something for uh, the last few weeks, uh, trying to get it to work out. Mostly just been me. Larry's been kind of pretty much ready to go whenever, but then he's like, ready? And I'm just like, no, let's just wait. Because... I just wasn't quite prepared to do the show. Um, not that there's that much to be prepared for, since it's all about Larry. And uh, we have to do the Larry show. Br- Brian was supposed to do a show with me, you know, back on Father's Day, and completely forgot. So um, at some point I'll have to try and track him down. But I guess now his computer's broken. Did you read that? No. Oh, he posted up on Facebook oh, yesterday. Oh, yeah, I did see that, because uh, it overheated. Or it's, or it's, that box. So apparently his surge protector blew up his computer. I I don't really believe that story. I mean, (laughs) I figure Jody just grounded him from his computer and he doesn't want to say that. No, no, she was trying to figure it out and she, it looks like his motherboard is actually blown because she's tried three different keyboards or something and she's getting a keyboard interface error and then he doesn't get like a display or something. Though I'm not sure how she knows he's getting an interface error if If there's no display. Right, right. Uh, So I'm not sure, but. I just said it sounds like a Southbridge is blown out or something, so I'm not sure. I mean, who knows? Brian probably punched it, you know, when she wasn't around. <laughs> he, he was he was angry and just, you know, yeah. and then blamed it on. Yeah, uh, and then Lord knows, you know. Surge protector. And when Jody was like, what the hell's the problem? He, he ain't going to say he punched it. Yeah, right. I, I don't know. Yeah, right. I don't know. A spark shot out of the surge protector, man, and it just blew it up. <laughs> just blew it out. That's why I'm on your computer now. My computer don't work. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's so. But then I said, well, I you know, if that's the case, just buy a new one because, I mean, not like a whole like new computer type of you know, but like, like a low level computer and then st- stick a f- his old graphics card in it and stuff. But apparently they're broke now. So, I have no. I have. I think they both Did get. Just pay- get him that Alienware computer. I like, I think like year or two ago. Well, I, I her like. See, how it always has worked is that she gets a new computer, and then Brian gets the hand-me-down. So Brian's is over two years old that was custom-built. So, you know, it's it's just probably still dated, though. It's two years old, you know. I don't think they're going to be able to find a new motherboard. Plus, I... You know that's a complete replacement for it, because they don't... They usually phase those things out pretty quickly. But if they do find one, I... Jody's pretty confident... But I still don't think that like she's gonna be sitting there with like the heat putty stuff putting yes yeah, yeah swapping out a motherboard yeah I just really think that's a little bit beyond I mean she somebody could teach her how to do it and she could do it but it's just RAM timings and all that kind of shit she's just gonna be like ah fuck it let's go buy another one you know so that's what I was trying to plus you don't know what else is blown you know she could put in the RAM and the RAM might be blown out or. So whatever. Anyway, I don't want to talk about Brian on the on the Larry show. <laughs> on the Larry show. But um, Brian is far more interesting than Larry. <laughs> it's just it's just that now that'll be one more reason why I want to end up doing like a, a show with him because yeah. uh, he's got now now he has no computer though he could just lean over and use Jody's anyway because he's always using it during the show always to download videos um, <laughs> and then talk about how it's not his internet my computer is not the problem but I'm downloading a video um, so. Uh, also, just for the listeners, um, we're involved in a an, an attack right now by the weather. Um, it's rumbling outside. There's lightning. There's uh, tornado warnings in like Sandusky. People at Cedar Point are, I guess, in jeopardy of dying or something. Get sent home. Yeah, right. 
So, um, so far, North Royalton just has a little bit of wind, I guess, and some lightning, but no, uh, but there's a big cloud coming. So, in which case, if you hear Larry and I scream suddenly and die, this could be our last <laughs> recording. And, uh, you know, enjoy it for whatever, whatever it's worth. So, um, so Larry, what is it? Let's start off with your job. Let's, we're doing the catch-up thing with you. What is it exactly that you do? Because at some point, I know you work on websites or something for them. And I know that at one point you were working on some HUD home websites or something. And that's as much as I kind of got with it. Like, what is it that you're doing exactly? What is your job? Well, I don't do any of that anymore. Oh, okay. Um, basically, my... My my job these days is I am a straight up, you know, paper pushing bureaucrat, um, and logistical expert. Woo-hoo. All right, but seriously, which though, is what? very, which is exactly <laughs> as exciting as it sounds. But I absolutely love it because it makes me not the goddamn IT department anymore. Yeah, I can um, I can appreciate that. Yeah, uh, but basically uh, to, ta- to to go back to. To, to your frame of reference, um, two, three years ago, shit, two years ago, a while ago, um, company hired me, <laughs> which was shocking in and of itself. Um, and basically, they, they, they were a uh, they were a third party IT provider, um, and they. They, they stuck me with this company that handles um, HUD homes, uh, property management, uh, getting them listed, getting them, you know. Okay, so you were kind of doing, you were sort of like the, like, yeah. a, like a fill-in type of guy type and of thing. I was, I was there to be the IT guy because it was a small company. They had no real need or ability to hire their own IT guy, so they contracted my employer, and my employer stuck me in their office and I would do, you know, I would update the HUD website with the new properties. I would occasionally, you know, create some, you know, batch file to move some properties around. But honestly, the vast majority of my time at that job was spent trying to come up with shit to do to make the, the day pass. <laughs> because this company flat out did not need a full-time guy. Wow, okay. They, they just didn't, but I was there. Um, that company did not get the HUD contract when it got renewed, though. Oh, but I had impressed enough people at that company that they told my boss, "Hey, you know what? We we we, we hate to lose him, but uh, we're we're not going to be doing shit now." Um, so m- my employer at that point said, "Hey, would you want to come in house?" And I was like, "Well, you know." Go in house with you or be unemployed? Yeah. <laughs> um, and and my my employer that had get, got given me the IT position, they had basically gotten one of the new HUD contracts to do what their old client was doing. Oh, nice! So they so they stole their work. That was, that was clever. And uh, obviously, you, yeah, were, you were like the ins- you were the inside guy too. You were like, yeah. okay, learn this system. Then we're going to take you in. <laughs> and uh... in, in a nutshell, um, <laughs> well, we, yeah. Um, but they said we we are already our own company. We all ha- we have our own IT. 
We don't even have a friggin' office in Cleveland. We have no need of an IT guy. But apparently, we, you know, you're, you're great, Larry. So we, we want to keep you. Would you be willing to move out of an IT position into a quality control position? At, this, at that point, I had been spending months looking desperately to get out of the IT field. Wow, I, really? I hated it. <laughs> I, I had hit that ceiling where my options were become as smart as Kevin through some sort of cy- cyborg implants or, or move the fuck to India. Um, I got into the computer field because I could get a job in it. And because way back in the olden days, I used to be good at it. Unlike you, for instance. <laughs> yeah, all right. Or, or, or even some of like even some of the VGN listeners would ask me questions, and I'd be like, I don't know, I don't even know what you're talking about. Um, but you built websites and stuff. I mean, you still probably yeah, take yeah, your I own build shit. websites. Yeah, I, I, I can go out and get an IT job, but you're not you know, you're not enjoying it. That's what you're saying. Yeah, Lord knows if you're if you're gonna go in that. This goes back to that you know show we did on advice for all the listeners. <laughs> right. If you're going to go into IT as a career, you need to love IT <laughs> because y- you will never learn how to do your job. Every day you're going to have to learn the next part of doing your job because it either changed or something. Yeah, that's and the you truth. have to want to keep learning it. And I didn't. Once I learned how to build a computer, I didn't want to learn how to build a new computer. I was like, I know how to build a computer. And they're like, well, dude, we, we don't build them like that anymore. Jesus Christ. Um, and, and even with websites, I was like, I, know not, I now know how to build websites. Well, yeah, but we're doing everything in Visual Basic. No, we're not. We're using fucking Notepad and coding in HTML and maybe PHP if I'm feeling you know, crazy. So I was desperate to get out of IT. And those who know me know. There isn't much in my life that I enjoy. I don't have <laughs> I don't have one character aspect that really jumps out at people, except I like to bitch about stuff. And I I disagree, but I've heard from people that I'm a little bit anal. Well, maybe about your some food that you eat and <laughs> some coupon sorting for practices. But. So, so the, the, I was like, well, what's this job entail? And basically, initially at least, my basic job was to look at all the inspections point out, and point out what people did wrong, cleaning up a house, fixing up a house, or whatever. So basically, my job was to critique other people's work. I was like, I'm in. <laughs> really? Um, Really, so you're like quality control in a way. Like yeah. you're, you're sort of making and, and, sure and, it's and, all. And over the year, the year and a half that I've been in that position, um, we've we, we, we sort of reshaped the way we do things. I, I now have one of our areas. Uh, I handle almost exclusively um, our area, which is it's three states out west. And in addition to, you know, looking at the inspections and all that, I, I, I'm in charge of taking all the. Uh, properties uh routing our field inspectors through them so i do a lot of logistical shit you know move this guy up into idaho for a week move this guy over here for a week shit like that uh to get everything inspected taking all their reports and uh bitching at vendors so i i uh i i i I, I'm, i'm logistics i'm quality control i'm 
our vendor liaison, and I'm currently working on trying to, uh, I'm not even going to say overhaul our, si- our current system so much as invent a goddamn system. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. th- this is so, our current approach is something new. Uh, you know, we just, you know, recently took on some added responsibility with the way we're handling this particular contract. So a lot, a lot of it, a lot of what I do right now is, you know, digging through 37 different spreadsheets from different people. And so I'm working on, uh, creating some sort of actual process so that everything isn't, you know, Oh, that property, wait, I, I think I have an email or that's on a spreadsheet somewhere. So, uh, so they dragged me back into a little bit of the IT thing. God damn it! But, so, uh, so it's like so you're managing properties or you're selling properties. I mean, what's the business doing? You know, I mean, I, we are property management. Okay. Uh, we we don't handle the sale, um, but basically, uh, HUD, HUD take you know, HUD gets a home. Well, the bank forecloses on a home. HUD that HUD, HUD insured the mortgage on. HUD takes the home. They give it to us. We clean it out, we fix it up, and make it market ready for HUD, and then we we, we handle the you know the day to day maintenance, uh, you know, keeping the grass cut while it sits there for a year waiting for somebody to buy it, shit like that. Ah, uh, okay, okay. So you got You're you're like sort of making sure all of that's kind of being organized in a way. Yeah. Interesting. Wow. So you have your own little crew of Mexicans that you send around to mow lawns and things like that. <laughs> no, that, our vendor has their own group of Mexicans, but they and um, the, the three the three states that I I run are Idaho, Nevada, and Arizona. So yeah, lots of Mexicans. <laughs> well, well, maybe I don't know Idaho, but um, not so much there. So you like it then? It sounds like you like it in a weird way. I mean, you yeah. uh, you it, seem it, it, it's it, it's mundane, and uh, there are days where. It gets me kind of a drag, you know, spending all day looking at pictures of toilets to see if they've been cleaned or anything like that. But, um, <laughs> really? They have to send you pictures of what they did or something? Like, oh, yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> because you would be amazed at the bullshit these guys try to pull. <laughs> and once upon a time, it was like, you know, like even our inspectors. Once upon a time, it was go to the property if there's a problem at the property, take a picture of the problem and send it to us. Right, sure. Well, that, that's no longer good enough. Now let's go to the property, take a picture of every friggin' inch of the property, <laughs> and let me know if there's any problems because, you know, HUD, of course, does their own quality control, and they'd be like, hey, well, why is this, you know, why are these stairs all rotted and falling apart? And I'd be like, I don't know. Uh, our, our guy didn't notice that, so he didn't send me a picture. So now let's take a picture of everything and send it to me. So, wow. yes, I do wind up looking at a lot of pictures of toilets. <laughs> uh, lot, a, a lot of dumb shit. Uh, but I, at, at the end of the day, I, 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 I always wind up with bizarre stories about, oh, my God, you wouldn't believe what a vendor tried to fucking pull. So, yes, I have to look at all the stupid pictures of, you know, there's a hole in the floor, so the vendor decided to fix that by putting tape over it. Oh, jeez. Uh, the fence was about to fall over, so the vendor hooked the fence to the side of the house with bungee cords to hold it up. Shit like that. <laughs> wow. 
So, so the vendor, you tell the it, the vendor's basically like maintenance or something, and you're telling them what to do, and then they're yeah. just sort of half-assing it to, to save yeah. money or something. Yeah. Interesting. So, do you have to? Do you have to actually? Are you the guy that gets on the phone with the vendor and tells them what to do? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, do you have to? Do you have to have it out with them or anything like that? There have been a couple. Really. Uh, the, our vendor, our actual vendor is pretty good. Um, just because of the nature of the business, though, you get a lot of turnover, and you get a lot of, uh, you know, jackasses. Right. Uh, and especially being, you know, in Idaho, Nevada, and Arizona, you have some pretty remote areas. Right. Um, so Idaho, for instance, we had this guy up in northern Idaho. And I fought with our vendor repeatedly over him because, again, looking at all these pictures of toilets and shit like that, you know, th- there reached a point where I was like, well, what, wait a minute. A- and I'd go back and look at his photos and, and, and I'd realize for like three or four you know, inspections, you could tell it was the same damn photos and he was just changing the date stamp. I was like, wait a minute. So, so we got into it about that, but you know, it's not like there's a whole lot of companies to choose from in northern Idaho. Right, so, um, and, and that's part of the reason that you know they try shit. Our vendor themselves, the the company we work with is is pretty good. It's mostly their subcontractors, but yeah, there have been a couple times where I mean, you know me, it takes a whole lot to actually get me excited. <laughs> as much as I like to bitch here on the show, I mean, people who know me, pretty passive guy. Yeah, it would be hard pressed to tell you the last time I freaked out on somebody, <laughs> which. When I do it, from what I've heard from people who were there, makes it that much more impressive. Because they're like, oh my god. It's, all of a sudden, Larry is just screaming and shit and foaming at the mouth. And, and there have been a couple times where I've had to you know, get on the phone and say, look, s- tell this guy to stop fucking around. <laughs> you stop fucking around. You know, we had this one where, and, it was, and it's usually something stupid that they're trying to hide or something that where somebody is just being lazy or retarded. Hmm. Um, we had this one, it, 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 the fucking paperwork was wrong. Oh, okay. Sure. I called or I opened a ticket and said, the paperwork on this thing is wrong. You know, they have the wrong size garage. You know, there are a couple other items. Just, just, just revise the form and upload that into the system. So then they revised the form and closed the ticket. I was like, well, Okay, you, you revise the form. Now upload it into the system. So I reopened the ticket. Said you're halfway there. All you have to do is upload this. And they're like, it's fixed. And they closed the ticket. And I was like, well, yeah. <laughs> the form is fixed, but you still haven't uploaded the damn thing. And seriously, this dragged on for like a week. Wow. And finally, I was lo- that I started getting grumpy. I was like, look. <laughs> I'm going to keep reopening this ticket until you upload it. Then they closed it again. And at that point, I did. I was like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> All you have to do... I know you've revised the form. I know the information currently on the form is correct. But, you know, having it in our system doesn't fucking help me when HUD says, hey, this is still fucking wrong. We need it uploaded in the system. So... Step A, take current form that I have approved. Step B, up-fucking-load it into the system 
step C, then, and only then, close the fucking ticket. <laughs> and then I got a call back. Uh, wait, what's the problem there? Oh, my God. I was like, seriously. So, <laughs> yeah, every so often I get the bet, you know, bitch, and it, well, it's, it, it, it's, many people would find my job boring, and, and I love it because it's all about being meticulous and probably too organized. Like, every so often my boss will do stuff, and like, I'll be like, oh, yeah, I broke this, I broke that, you know, the, the properties down this way, you know, or, uh. HUD was coming in one time to just blast the hell out of uh, Las Vegas. And, in, you know, as you might guess, uh, Las Vegas is like 85% of the properties that we get in Nevada. Oh, yeah, sure. So it was, we have one week. I was like, well, you know, we have like 200 properties in Las Vegas. We can't do that in one week. Are you fucking high? <laughs> so... uh well, bring bring the Arizona guy up here too. I was like, okay, but that's two hundred. So so like that weekend, you know, I was like, check it out. I took a area code map of Las Vegas and mapped out how many properties we have in each area code and broke that down this way, so we can route them by area code into these smaller little clusters. And be, because, you know, for for whatever reason, I'm like an organizational rain man. Yeah, Larry, Larry is um, Larry apparently is super organized and 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 his place is very clean. He doesn't leave anything around it. What is it? What is your little saying? Everything has a space or something. A, a place for everything and everything in its place. Right, exactly. Like a totally meticulous guy. Uh, I think you just what naturally self destruct yourself all the time because you could like if you could use that for everything in life, you'd probably be like I don't know a senator today or something. I have no idea. But um, well, so see, see, see the tri- the problem with me is you, what you say is a little bit incorrect. I'm not a particularly clean guy. All right. Well, his house is really clean, or his apartment's really clean. No, it's not. <laughs> Look, I can tell you the last time I moved the furniture to vacuum or something. Oh, okay. All right. I put Fair everything enough. away. Whether or not the shit is clean is a whole different problem. It, it ain't dirty unless I can tell by looking at it. Um, <laughs> and uh, I, I, as far as actually achieving life goals, um, organization is not as useful a skill as you think <laughs> because there are times where I need to do something and I will spend forever obsessing over to how to properly do it and then not have time to actually do it. <laughs> and, and, and my other problem in real life is I, I'm awesome at coming up with really good, thought, well-thought-out, efficient plans to do shit. I have the attention span of a gnat. <laughs> uh, and, and it kind of goes back to the IT thing. One of the reasons I have always just floundered in life is like you. You have the video game stuff and the computer stuff. Right, sure. Okay. That's Kevin. Okay. And most people, if you look at them, they have that one thing where you're like, that's what he's all about. <laughs> you know, I don't have that. Everything in my life is something that I kind of enjoy until something else catches my attention. I'm really into sports, unless there's a really good movie on. <laughs> then I'm really into horror movies. Unless my guy is about to make level in Lord of the Rings. Then I'm all about Lord of the Rings. Unless I'm reading a really good book. Yeah. I hear what you're saying. Probably why you even know my brother. Because that's how he is. <laughs> Except he's you at 11, I guess. When it comes. Not completely disorganized, though. But your attention span. You, you're like, yeah, you're... 
you're a guru of concentration compared to Brian, but I hear what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> so, so at, at this job, then you, um, you, you're, you, it sounds like you, you plan to stay there. Is, uh, is the pay good? I mean, you know, we don't need to know what you get paid or anything, obviously, but I mean, do you feel like that's where you're going to stay and it's going to keep up with you or what, you know, how's that, how's that, how's that part of your life going to work? Is this like what you want to do until you retire type of thing? Um, no. Uh, <laughs> okay. Is to pay good. Um, for somebody doing what I do, I am probably underpaid. Um, oh, okay. I, I, I got the job with no experience, so they completely lowballed me up front. Right. And, you know, it was that or be unemployed. Right. And again, you had no the choice. The job sounded interesting. And I took the job with the understanding that, you know, look, you've never tried this before. We're going to pay you not great. <laughs> um, but after like 90 days, assuming you're not a complete jackass, we'll bump you. And they did. I, I, my company, although my actual pay is not awesome, right? My, my company takes great care of me. Sure. I, I mean, I know that because you had that whole car thing where your car yeah. is basically, um, yeah. if you drive it, you could die at any moment. And yeah. they, they allow you to work from home. So that was very cool of them. Yeah. And, and that's the other thing. You know, my, my pay may not be great. I... I haven't set foot in my office in months. Um, I use no gas money because once upon a time it was, hey, you know, if you want to work from home, you know, here and there, that's great. They're fine. We don't care. And especially because I got, you know, they gave me the area that they gave me. Right. It, it then became, look, most of your job is going to be talking to people that are three hours behind you. We're just going to assume, unless we say something, that you're working from home. Because every so often I'll have to you know, take a call at 7, 8 o'clock. Right, sure. Uh, and, and then it, I, I actually think, uh, I, I think they actually gave my desk away. I don't, even think <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think I have a desk in the office anymore. Really? Wow. Do they, do they know you're still employed, though? I mean, you know. Are you just like getting a I, I check? Get a yeah, <laughs> there's like no other acknowledgement that you're. Yeah, that I, you're I get employing. a paycheck, and when you know when I call in for the conference calls, it's not like you know, oh, Larry. <laughs> um, yeah, you just hear whispers in the background. I don't think he's supposed to be on. The call. <laughs> yeah, Larry, if you want to go ahead and uh, hang up, uh, this is for the other departments. Um, get somebody on that. <laughs> So well, uh, well, that's good. So, so they don't pay you enough, though. So, you know, um, I mean, do you is there room to move up in that? Oh yeah, like I say, you know, after my ninety days, they gave me a bump. I get my annual raises. Uh, when they switched me from what I was doing to specifically handling all this with the routing of the guys and stuff, they gave me another raise. So, as much as they lowballed me up front, they're 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 taking good care of me now. I I I can't really complain, you know. Sure. Um, the 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 issue here now is um we have a very one-sided contract with HUD uh when when we took this on it was a 5-year contract to handle all this okay but every year HUD has the option to opt out of it so oh. th th there's always sort of that you know sort of damocles hanging over you of <laughs> you know Oh, HUD just bitched about the last inspection. 
are, are they going to drop the contract come August or whenever it's up? So, and honestly, I'm not sure how uh, how how much how long you, we can keep in this you know stay in our current position. You know, our, our company is uh, you know growing by leaps and bounds, which is one of the reasons they are able to take good care of me. Okay, you know, it's just, it's you know when when they hired me, it, I, I got the jo- I found the job on Craigslist. Okay, and called the owner and he was like um oh yeah that job uh up in cleveland right uh and he basically had me call the guy who was doing my job (laughs) and i talked to him for like 20 minutes he's and he's you know to make you know right sure wasn't a complete moron sure he's like uh uh, yeah come in tomorrow and they gave me like half hour of training he's like we do this and we do this and um yeah. Okay. So uh, you start Monday. Wow. And, and it was you know is a small little company, and, and now we're like in, in all sorts of like Fortune 500 lists for you know fastest growing company and blah 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 blah. I, I'm just not sure how long we'll be doing this particular job, and I always assume that you know most people don't have much use for me, so I always assume I'm the guy on the chopping block. Wow. Well, I mean. As long as the HUD keeps renewing, though, you'll probably be yeah. okay. You're just worried. Yeah, but, 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 like, my boss still loves me um, because uh, I, I'm always the guy trying to come up with ways to take more shit off of his plate because my boss is, you know, my boss is a workaholic squared. Mm. And there have been a couple times when he's told me to, you know, take some time off and stop worrying about work. <laughs> Because the other thing, the other reason they don't mind me working from home is, uh, since I don't have to go into an office to do this shit. Right. We got this one really bad uh, inspection from HUD, and you know we got the list of properties they looked at, and you know my boss sent out an email that night. He said, "Look, we need to find out what was wrong with these properties. Get me a list. You know, blah 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 blah." And so I just sat down and did it, and. Like two o'clock in the morning, I was like, "Okay, here's the complete list of everything." He's like, "Oh well, I didn't mean right now." <laughs> Thanks. This is awesome. I didn't mean like before you go to bed. <laughs> well, that's good for you. I mean, that sounds you know, I you know, I know what you mean though. That's how my job is at times too. Like if something you know, I probably true of any small business. If something goes wrong with the big account, whose job is going to get you know? Yeah. Uh, chopped off, and are you going to be one of those people that loses their job and all that kind of stuff? So I, I totally feel for you. Um, but if that doesn't happen, I mean, are you just going to ride this out? You think until uh, until it, it just falls apart, or I mean, you know, maybe you, you could grow and become I don't know head manager or whatever the hell they call it there, vice president. <laughs> yeah, or I, I I I do not currently entertain any notions of you know leaving before I have to because like I say it's it's a great job uh, the, the the working from home is so huge because I'll be honest um, going back to my attention span thing you know people you know every so often my kids will say like I had my kids this weekend and my daughter was like daddy it's Sunday why are you working I was like well because you know I have a guy doing inspections today so I'm working but by the same token there are times where you know Tuesday, I'll have like 
hey, I got the routing done, and I, I, I updated this. I have a crazy headache. I'm going to lay down and take a nap for a couple hours. I'll be back this afternoon. <laughs> you know, or, or, you know, for every time that, you know, I'm working straight through till 6 or 7 or 8 o'clock, there was another time where, you know, I took a three-hour lunch. Wow. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, you work from home. It is like you say, though, you got to work some freaking odd hours, though. Yeah. Yeah, I, so I, I don't mind the outlandish hours because, you know, Technically, I can be claiming overtime, but I figure it all comes out in the wash. You know, if they keep me there till, you know, eight o'clock, there was probably another time I accidentally slept till nine. I mean, you know, I, I've, I've worked from home for years and, you know, doing consulting. And, you know, when I went back to work full time, you know, I was putting in like a lot of time. And now that I'm like a manager where I work and, you know, and I have these, you know, employees, I, I pay attention to sort of what everybody's doing because I don't want something basically to fall back on me. You know, right. like I don't want the boss to come in and be like, why the fuck is this guy playing Angry Birds or something? And I'd be like, <laughs> uh, you know, so I kind of. And, and the reality is, is that probably half of everybody's workday, unless they're like working at Wendy's or something, is spent <laughs> playing Angry Birds. Yeah, well, it's spent fucking around somehow. It's right. talking to somebody or on the phone with somebody or getting a cup of coffee or taking a shit for half an hour or, you know, losing 10 minutes at lunch. And, you know, it's just like they're on, they're looking at something. They're, it's just, you know, it's extraordinary how much time is wasted. So, yeah. It, 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 the time you put in at home, it's kind of like, you know, because I know when you work at home, you, you think to yourself, you know, I need to be working like, you know, mentally in the back of your brain, you're thinking I need to work like that full like eight hour shift or whatever in your head. And, and it's kind of like it never really it, it never comes to that. And then there's other times when you're doing stuff and it, you know, you're working on stuff for 14 hours because there's some kind of problem. But, you know, you have that sort of guilt in the back of your head. But I tell you, once you're in the actual office, it kind of you realize that none of those people are doing shit either. They're all just farting around. <laughs> You know, look at it. Yeah, Facebook. They, they, they gave pl- they they pretty much gave everybody the opportunity up front to you know, want to work from home a couple days a week or whatever, blah blah blah. And um, when, when you first get the chance to work from home, because I've done it in other jobs too, uh, when you first get the chance to work from home, it sounds awesome, but it's real easy to fuck up. <laughs> uh, because yeah, there's always that temptation. Like in the office, you may go check your words with friends or whatever. Right. But you're a whole lot less likely to go check on your Lord of the Rings or something and accidentally spend that's, three hours doing that. That's true. Yeah. Um, and working from home, when you first start it, it really isn't as easy as you might think to actually get your shit done, unless you actually bear down and do it. Yeah, that's and, the and that's of, the hard part, right? Yeah, out of out of our group, um, my, myself and the the one girl who you know they they promoted to area manager are pretty much the only two who wound up being allowed to keep working from home, because you know, hey, you guys work from home, that's great. Okay, I notice you two aren't getting your shit done. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Well, we don't have enough time for that. Larry seems to have enough time to not only do his shit. But a chunk of yours, and, and like the one weekend, I basically invented a new report to send my boss. I was like, w- w- would this information be of use to you? I, I was just thinking about it, and I had some time, and I put together this report. He's like, it's, it's, it's Saturday. Stop. <laughs> 
No, it's true though, because the hard part is like you get up and then you gotta like eat and then you you know you 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 you're just doing like the stuff like you know you're it's the procrastination I think you know yeah. it's like you wanna you there's a thing in your head that says you want to sit there and get situated and start working but there's just like all these other distractions that go on around you that makes it so you know you're you keep putting it off and yeah I know what that's like it sucks in the office come lunchtime you you go. And you get your shit out of the machine, and you throw it in the microwave, and you eat it, and you go back to the t- to work. Right. At home, come lunchtime, you go in the kitchen, and you throw something in the oven, and while it's cooking, you turn on the TV. Yep. And then it's done cooking, so you sit down in front of the TV to eat it, and then, hey, this is a really good show, and, oh, this is my favorite episode, and fuck, it's two hours later. Yeah, and, and then it's also just the weird hours because you can be working until like but, 2 in the morning or 3 in the morning or something, and then you go to sleep, and then somebody calls you because they're in the office at 7 a.m., and they're right. going, you know, hey, what's going on? You know, you're working from home, and it's like, yeah, sort of. <laughs> you know, like not not at this particular hour I'm not. I'm yeah, still you, I'm still asleep. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah that, those are always good because even though they assume I'm going to be working late because of, you know, I got the guys out west. I'm still on that morning conference call, and every so often someone will call me, you know, and the fact that you work from home, by default, you sort of become always on call. You know, they'll be like, hey, I got this, and, you know, since you work from home, blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, but I I don't usually start working from home at 7 a.m. Yeah, exactly, right. All right, so let's get off work because this is only an hour show and shit. We spent like uh, forty minutes on it, yeah. but um, shows are long. So, so you're st- uh, you know you're still doing the the writing the articles for Domain Cleveland. Is that yes. true? And how how is that ever going to turn into anything? Oh, what is that at this point? Is it just a hobby? <laughs> Funny you should ask. Uh, um, Domain Cleveland, my little music uh, promotion website. Uh, once upon a time, believe it or not, uh, back in our heyday, I, I, I was actually able to book some shows that made me some money and, uh, got me thinking if, if I stopped fucking around, I, maybe I can turn this into something. Sure. So, so I've been working on redesigning the website forever. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I was go I was going down what I thought was a pretty good path. Did, had, did, had a whole did, did, didn't you? I'm sorry. Didn't you have some sort of weird domain issues where there was a guy that was with you guys and then he set off and then you guys got he took the domain name or something and that got all fucked up. It's all better now, but like years ago there was like some issue with this. Well, the issue was uh, we are domaincleveland.net. Oh, okay. We were originally domaincleveland.com. The problem <clears throat> is uh, our good friend Bill Bailey. <laughs> my my partner in the center. He had it registered in his name. Sure. Then he got deployed to Kuwait. Okay. And it lapsed. Ah. And because my name wasn't on it, I couldn't renew it. Right. And somebody else had already backordered it uh... before I could get it. So we lost the dot com. That sucks. So is it just some bullshit like search engine site now or something? Yeah, if you go to that? And, and it's it's actually coming up due again. Uh, it, I, I, every year I check it, and you know, it's it's coming due again. And uh, maybe you can answer this while we're here. <laughs> they, they got that bizarre period where it has officially lapsed, but they don't release the name yet because you get like thirty days or whatever to renew it. Sure. 
and we're way the hell outside that window, but they still haven't released it. And every day I get some spam email offering to sell me the web the, the name back, which Lord knows I'm not about to do that. A, because if I, I'm, I'm sure if I say, sure, give me a quote and click on the link, <laughs> then, then I'll be, you know. They'll just raise the price. Yeah. Well, more importantly, I'm sure I'll be, you know, ghost attacking porn sites from China or something as soon as I click on the link. But, um, and, and yeah, I, I'm sure they'll say, hey, somebody actually wants it. We'll sell you the domain for only, you know, $200 or, and think, you know what? We, we've been .net for five years now, I think, you know. I'd like to get the .com back, but I ain't spending you know, hundreds to do it. Sure. But, um, so that was that. Um, I, but I've been redesigning it, and, and I finally bit the bullet. Uh, I had a nice little framework in place, but I had just hit too many brick walls uh, trying to build something in Drupal. And I, I finally threw in the towel and contracted a guy I know. Um, I said, here's what I have. Take this shit and make it work like this. So uh, I have officially become Kevin. (laughs) I am now spending stupid money on a dumb hobby. Um, (laughs) That's, yeah, that's that's what happens, right? (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm now throwing money into my dumb fucking hobby. But my my hope is I, I, I have always been trying to take it from a music promotion site to an entertainment site, you know, sports, movies, music, everything, and, and make it kind of like a go-to place or resource for, you know what? What the fuck is there to do in Cleveland this weekend? That's what I'm trying to build it into. And I, I'm working on getting back into booking some shows ourselves. And, and my, my hope, yeah, is that I can, you know, get us back to where we were, you know, seven, eight years ago where I was booking shows that made me money. And you know, possibly get this thing to take off, you know, by making it more community driven, more interactive, and by branching out into the other areas and actually make it, you know, a, a viable business. Sure. Which, you know, I'm sure I, I'm sure you said the exact same thing about VGN fifteen years ago. Well, I mean I never really made I mean I made a little bit of advertising money here and there on some wild um, you know, casino things that kind of wanted to buy some space on the website. But I never actually made profit on anything. Uh, Domain Cleveland, actually, you can register it on the 3rd of this month. Okay. So <laughs> that'll be uh, after this show comes out, so hopefully nobody will jump on it and steal it if you get it. <laughs> on Tuesday, it actually gets deleted. So I just looked that up for you. See, where did you find that? Because I, I like, saw the date that it expired, but I couldn't find a date that they would release it. Certain websites tell you pool.com will tell you. Oh, okay. Pool will tell you the actual data gets deleted. So seven three seven four, depending on when it's released. But yeah. So now you know. Write it down. Write it down. No. What? Yeah. Hey, I'm on it. Somebody's gonna take uh, it I'm away. Sure currently has it. We'll renew it on the second because they're bastards. Yeah. So um, so you so you're actually looking to start some shows. Is that you know is that where this is gonna go? I mean, are they gonna you know, try to make some money from putting some shows together? Yeah, for for years and years, you know, once upon a time, you know, we were, we were booking shows fairly regularly, you know, at at a lot of different venues, and and that sort of fell by the wayside. In the last few years, it's just been you know my birthday bash, and uh, our cancer benefit. Uh, we, we've managed to keep those alive pretty much every year, um, but but yeah, I, I I I'm looking to get back into booking, you know, kind of regularly, 
because at, at least early on, that that's the one, you know, that's the easiest revenue stream to tap into quickly. You know, it, the, the the fact that I think the new site is going to be great isn't going to impress you know advertisers anytime soon. Right. But you know, you know, I've, so, I, 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 I always think that the hard part now for any band that's trying to make it, it used to be that a band would play and they would try to get like a record label contract. And I mean, that sort of still exists, of course, but I mean, most of the record label contracts, I think, are the record labels are just making their own bands up, you know, and if you want to try to get like um, anywhere as a band, you basically need promotion, you know, you you have to play and you have to get promoted and, um, you know, and, and that's like something that's like an avenue that I don't think bands are very good at self-promoting themselves. They're all pretty good at playing music and things like that, but I there's there's like a I don't know, I've always noticed that there's just a lack of like um you go to a lot of these local shows and things and the band'll be there and stuff and they'll be playing and you I always you know, I always sit there and wonder to myself like how do you end how do you get their how do you get their music or how do you find them out on the internet to find out more information about them and stuff. And it's not like the band is like handing out cards or something, you know, some places like Tom's band at no end, you know, they have a table and they sell merchandise and CDs and things like that there. But you know, they're kind of big, biggish, you know, for the local acts type of thing. A lot of the littler acts won't even have anything like that. And it's almost like you could make a business out of, um, promoting them and getting a cut of some of what you sell and do you know because like if they if they just had somebody at these shows that sold their shit then people might actually find you know what i mean like find them or tell them where to go on the you know give give people like a a a code or something so they can go download one of the songs on the album and then maybe they'll buy the other songs on the album while while they're there I don't know. I just think that some bands got it, some bands figure it out, and a lot of yeah, other bands just never get there. Yeah, so some bands are really good about that. Uh, some bands really suck at that. Right. Some bands don't even bother with that. Right. Um, but 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 yeah, uh, going back to you know us in our heyday, I, there there were multiple bands that said, "Hey, would you manage us?" Right. Because uh, right. we think we're good, and we have no idea what the fuck we're doing. Uh, you know, we think we have a good product, and nobody seems to give a shit. And 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 there were a couple bands that you know, we we specifically pushed them on the site. You know, booked you know kind of you know shows around the area instead of you know, and and the trick for a band is 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 making that leap because there are a lot of bands that um they become big in their area, right? And then as soon as you know. As soon as you take a really big tent band and move them into Cleveland, even though it's you know a half hour away, forty five minutes away, nobody shows up, um, and that becomes you know the trick. But 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 yeah, absolutely. I think you have to sort of expand them out slowly. Like you kind of have to build, like you're saying. But you know, you, you, they're playing just like say the fantasy or something, you know. And then you gotta you gotta kind of move it out so then you get into other counties that are around Cleveland. So yeah. the people that can't move in, you know, can get to those counties. So you start to build a, um, you know, I think too many times uh, the, from the people that I know, you get guys that are in bands, they, they do really good, like you say, and then they go to fucking New York or something. And right. you're like, exactly. fucking, that's not what, you're not gonna have shit out there. You know, There's, you're gonna have the people that you brought with you. you yeah, you, the, 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 the two... The the two fatal flaw or the, the the two big problems bands have is number one they assume 
that because they're good, you know, because they're better, you know, I've seen some bands that musically whooped the shit out of some other bands. Right. And they figured that was enough and it's not. Right. Because until somebody hears you, nobody knows you're better. Um, so, so they'd be like, yeah, we'll do a show. And then they'll show up and it'll, it'll be like, well, um, did you guys promote the show? Well, you booked it. It's not my job to go to your fucking family's house and say, hey, your son's playing the show. <laughs> um, they, they assume that because they're, they're actually good, because they're actually talented, people will show up. And, and yeah, they, they, they assume that once they have conquered the west side of Lakewood, right. they're ready to go. Right, so, right. So they book that regional tour. We're going, up to, we're going from Michigan to Pennsylvania <laughs> and down to yeah. Tennessee. And it's like, well... The fact that you got you know fifty people to show up up here don't help. Right, right. Yeah, they they they, they really need to have a you know a, a grow an audience and just you know music is somewhat social these days in the sense that you know it's you got to get a lot of people that yeah. want to see your band. You, one inter, interesting one guy might be good, but he's got to bring his friends. And if his friends are telling him, fuck that, we want to go somewhere else, you, you know, you're, no one's going to show up for your shows. Yeah, you, ha- you have to network is the big one with yeah. other bands. Th- right. that, 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 that's the biggest one. And, and like you said, with At No End, um, you, you have to actually promote your band. I, I, I can't tell you how many times back when I used to book shows and would actually go to other concerts looking for more bands, I would be at a band's fucking show and they'd be an opening act and be like, hey, these guys are really good. And they would play their entire set without even telling me the, the name of the fucking band. Right. And I'm like, yeah, they're you ter- guys are really good. Who the hell are you and how would I know that? Right. I mean, yeah, I can walk up to them and say, hey, you guys are great. I'd like to get you on some shows. What's the name of your band? What's your website? But if, if I put you on one of my shows, I can't help you grow if you don't, you know, because... It's not like everybody in the audience is going to come up to you and take the time to ask that question. Right. Right. And, but, but yeah, at no end, Lord knows, uh, especially Tom and Jack, pimp the hell out of it. Yeah. They, 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 have, they have one product that they sell. They don't try and get crazy with it. They, they, they plaster their name all over their CDs. They have their merch booth set up. Right. They will beat you over the fucking head with the name of their band and how you can find out more about them when they play. And they actually talk to other bands. Right. So, you know, the, the, the trick to getting on, on tour and doing well in Flint, Michigan, is not kicking ass in Cleveland. It's becoming friends with a band in Flint, Michigan, and going up there and opening up for them so that all the people who came to see them will hear you and say, hey, these guys are pretty good. Yeah, and, and don't underestimate the power of having some, like, uh, cross, like, if you're going to record a song, bring some guys in from oh, that oh, other yeah, band. Oh, yeah, Because... Like, buddy it, around here brings in, you know, James or uh, right. Jason from Mushroom. Because that's how you get people, for their fans, to find you, because they want to find that song. You know, and that's, if you look at MTV, that's all the fucking people do. Oh, I mean, yeah. every, Everything is somebody featuring somebody. <laughs> right. And it has to kind of follow through. So you're working on that. Okay, let's move it to... So kids happy? Kids are happy with dad? Everything fine there? No weirdness? Um, no, I think they hate me again this week. But uh, <laughs> I saw the, I've stopped keeping track. Kelsey um, was going to move out and live with you for a week or something yes, like that. My, my younger daughter is a fucking train wreck. Um, <laughs> she is banned from Facebook forever again. Oh, geez, what happened there? Uh, she 
all she does is take pictures of herself, like, and then saying which boy she likes this week. It, yeah, something. exactly. It's all there's always some sort of drama. <laughs> so we try kind of, you know, look, no Facebook for whatever. And of course, being her age, she uh, she hates you now. Well, no, she she then went and made a, another Facebook account because Lord knows. Daddy, who's been in <laughs> IT for 20 years, would never be able to find it. Right. Um, so we were like, oh, so, so you just create, okay, now you're banned forever from Facebook. Um, she, she's kind of a train wreck. She's, she's my little handful. Um, <laughs> and she may or may not live very much longer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like my older daughter, Kendall, I'm, I'm not sure if it's good or bad, but like if, if you think back to when you were in, in school, um, she's that like, uh, kind of weird, creepy kid that sits in the corner, doesn't talk to anybody. Uh, <laughs> she, ba- she basically, every, you know, they come over on the weekends and she basically sits on the couch drawing, drawing her anime all weekend. And occasionally I'll get her to look up so I can feed her. Jeez. Um, she, she's all about anime. She's been working on her own, uh, anime comic book forever. Um, hmm. she, she, she's thrown herself into that and, and part of me thinks it's good because right. again like, like I was saying before she's got that one thing she cares about sure it, it, she gets kind of obsessive with it which is not good but she's got that one thing that's what she wants to do she wants to go to school and study you know art right she, you know, she, she, she knows all about the genre and she's really focused on that, um, while while her younger sister is, you know, <laughs> just a pain in the ass. Well, I hope that works out for you. All right. I mean, it sounds normal. I mean, how old is how old is your oldest? Uh, they are thirteen and eleven. Oh yeah, she's like middle schoolish age. Yeah, still. She, will, she will be starting high school. Middle school's the worst. Once you get out of, once kids get out of that, then it's, it gets a little bit easier. I thought middle school—it's the hellish, hellish time of your life. I think you're reaching that puberty stage. You know, you got—that's when you look the worst. And but then there's some kids that are still kids, and then you got other kids that are giants because they yeah. hit puberty at twelve. You know, or whatever it is, and so that you know, it's just a fucked up time to be alive. I I hated middle school. Anyway, how's your car? It's not currently a death trap, really. Oh, really? Uh-oh. So you got it fixed up a little bit. Yeah, the, the, the big problem where I was going to, you know, turn right and the axe was going to snap off and fly <laughs> off the car and send me flying off of a cliff, that, that I got that fixed. Um, it needs brakes. It needs some other shit done. Um, I got a guy I know who's been working on it, and basically... He gave me the list, and he prioritized how important the shit was. And I told him, at this point, my my goal is to get another year out of the car mm. and then get a new car. Yeah. And, you know, so he's like, yeah, well, if you're only going to use it for a year, then, you know, don't worry about this, don't worry about this, don't worry about this. So I need brakes and, uh, like, one bearing, but nothing pressing. And with as often as I drive it, it gets me from place to place, like my, you know, and, and this is what I keep trying to explain to my kids. Yes, Daddy could go buy a better car if I wanted to. <laughs> I, I know, Daddy's car, it's, 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 it's an old little Chevy Cavalier, yes, 
Daddy could go tomorrow and buy a better car. I don't need a better car. I, you know, <laughs> I, 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 I go days without ever driving my car. You just say, I, I have better stuff to spend my money on. You just say Daddy will eventually buy a better car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One day Daddy's going to buy a better car. But right now I just don't care enough. Right, sure. It, the cars are just a fucking pain in Yeah, case. yeah. I, I mean, I was never, I know, I know I'm a guy and I'm so scared about this shit. I, my car was always for getting me where I needed to go. Right. And beyond that, I, you know, the, the, there are certain cars I look at and say, well, I wouldn't drive that shit. Right. But for the most part, as long as it meets my needs, I, I don't much care that it's 10 years old. I don't care that it's got rust. I don't care that, you know. You really can't have a nice car <laughs> in the Cleveland area just because of the weather. Yeah, and, yeah. and, and like my, my daughter. Uh, <laughs> we were actually talking about that this weekend. For I don't know why. But uh, she said, and when I'm going to get a car, it's not going to have any rust. And I was like, well, then you won't be living here. <laughs> you know, plastic car. Yeah, I, I was like, <laughs> daddy can go get a car right now with no rust on it, and next year it'll have rust. Yeah, unless it, unless it's plastic. <laughs> you just cover it in paint or something. Yeah, yeah, I mean, so bullshit. All right, so let's just wrap it. Um, Lord of the Rings still playing it. How's that going? Still... I, it's it's an illness. I um, <laughs> you're still playing for free. Have you sunk any money into I, it? I no, I I did get the subscription finally. Oh um, wow, it worked on you. Their secret plan got you. Their secret plan worked on me. Um, my 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 logic was. And to all the people out there, I know there have been a couple who started playing because I said, hey, you can, it's awesome and you can play for free. I, I got to level 40-something. I played for over a year, totally free. And again, I'm always going to pimp because I love it. The fact that every because you know, I'm in a kinship with some, you know, a bunch of people. Sure. And there, there are plenty of people in there that play for free. And every so often, yeah, I'll want to go do a certain skirmish or go to a certain area, and they don't have access to that. But everything in the game that you can get as a subscriber, you can earn the turbine points through playing the game to get. So, you know, yet you can play forever and a day, you know, do the end the game content, reach the top level and everything playing for free. Um I reached a point where there were some quests I just wanted to do. I was like, you know what? I've been playing a year for free. It, 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 it's worth it to me to sink, you know, 30 bucks for three months into it. Yeah, sure. I mean, but it, I mean, you uh, get a lot of entertainment out of that money. More than that on games, I played a whole lot less. You know, yeah, I, know I, I know what I, that's like. I paid, I think, 50, 40 or 50 bucks for uh, Dead Island, and, <laughs> and it got really repetitive after, you know, a month or two. I, I heard, yeah. What so they showed something really good at E three. They're, they're still expanding the game, right? It's not like a dead yeah. They, game. Yeah, they're constantly adding expansions to it. They have a new expansion coming out for uh, Rohan, and uh, I, I actually saw an actual E three article. I was like, wow, it's E three, and Larry's. <laughs> <laughs> um, they, they won like best MMORPG expansion at E three. Oh, excellent. Having to say, the, the one thing I don't like about Lord of the Rings, the way they do it, is the expansions, a lot of those you have to buy separately, even if you're a subscriber. Oh, okay. Just sure. kind of shitty. Um, 
But like I just got the Minds of Moria expansion. Okay. But again, if you're a subscriber, as part of your subscription, um, again, everything in the game that you can purchase, you can also buy with turbine points. Oh, okay. As a subscriber, you get like 500 turbine points a month. Okay. So at the end of my first little subscription period, I had more than enough turbine points to just use that to buy Moria. So I got that for free anyway. Oh, well, there you go. See, that works out. Okay, well, that's an hour, so let's wrap it. Um, oh. For more information about the show, go to videogamenews.com. Uh, you can also send an email in to uh, myself, at Kevin. Uh, just write to editor at videogamenews.com. And um, Larry, you want anything? You want to promote anything? Domain Cleveland? ClevelandSportsRadio.net. Oh, yeah, Cleveland Sports Radio, of course. Uh, we're still doing Cleveland Sports Radio. I actually uh, got, got two shows out. Uh, in in June, after really dragging it for a while, um, so we're still alive, and I'm trying to breathe some more life into that. Um, and of course, domaincleveland.net. Uh, and if you're in the Cleveland area, the Larry Mac Birthday Bash. Uh oh. Uh oh. September fifteenth. Uh, finally locked down the date at the symposium. Finally locked down the venue. We are not doing all the crazy bullshit we did last year with movies and comics and all that stuff. However, we are going to be doing a uh, pre-game or a pre-party there. Um, I, I, I'd like to tell everybody what it is, but it might give some people a hint as to how old I am. <laughs> what to be. Because it's a classic drinking game that involves a number. So if you know your drinking games. Sounds like a blast. Maybe I'll go to this one. Yeah. Liquid's always so damn far, but that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, that's it, Larry. Thanks. And uh, we'll be doing, you know, some sort of joint show before too long anyway, you know, once we get everybody together. But it's good to get, uh, catch up with you and find out what's been going on. So, you know, sounds like you're in a better place than and you Cinema have Wasteland. been. Have, have been in a while. Because awesome guests at the next Cinema Wasteland. Everybody. Yeah, apparently so. I saw that. It looks like it'll be a good one. So, Especially since it's the fall one, and most people don't usually go to the fall one. So maybe they've learned their lesson, and they're going to have better guests now. So, All right, that's it. Uh, take it easy. Good night. Late.